Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Security from Wired. The solar winds hackers aren't back. They never went away. A new phishing campaign from Russian spies targeted USAID, among others. But it's less an escalation than a regression to the mean. By Lily Hay Newman. The Russian hackers who breached SolarWinds IT management software to compromise a slew of U.S. government agencies and businesses are back in the limelight. Microsoft said on Thursday that the same Nobelium spy group has built out an aggressive phishing campaign since January of this year and ramped it up significantly this week, targeting roughly 3,000 individuals at more than 150 organizations in 24 countries. The revelation caused a stir, highlighting as it did Russia's ongoing and inveterate digital espionage campaigns. But it should be no shock at all that Russia in general, and the SolarWinds hackers in particular, have continued to spy even after the U.S. imposed retaliatory sanctions in April. And relative to SolarWinds, a phishing campaign seems downright ordinary. I don't think it's an escalation. I think it's business as usual, says John Holtquist, vice president of intelligence analysis at the security firm FireEye, which first discovered the SolarWinds intrusions. I don't think they are deterred. I don't think they are likely to be deterred. Russia's latest campaign is certainly worth calling out. Nobelium compromised legitimate accounts from the bulk email service Constant Contact, including that of the United States Agency for International Development. From there, the hackers, reportedly members of Russia's SVR Foreign Intelligence Agency, could send out specially crafted spear phishing emails that genuinely came from the email accounts of the organization they were impersonating. The emails included legitimate links that then redirected to malicious Nobelium infrastructure and installed malware to take control of target devices. While the number of targets seems large, the USAID works with plenty of people in sensitive positions, the actual impact may not be quite as severe as it first sounds. While Microsoft acknowledges that some messages may have gotten through, the company says that automated spam systems blocked many of the phishing messages. Microsoft's corporate vice president for customer security and trust, Tom Burt, wrote in a blog post on Thursday that the company views the activity as sophisticated and that Nobelium evolved and refined its strategy for the campaign for months leading up to this week's targeting. 
It is likely that these observations represent changes in the actor's tradecraft and possible experimentation following widespread disclosures of previous incidents, Burt wrote. In other words, this could be a pivot after their solar wind cover was blown. But the tactics in this latest phishing campaign also reflect Nobelium's general practice of establishing access on one system or account and then using it to gain access to others and leapfrog to numerous targets. It's a spy agency. This is what it does as a matter of course. If this happened pre-solar winds, we wouldn't have thought anything about it. It's only the context of solar winds that makes us see it differently, says Jason Healy, a former Bush White House staffer and current cyber conflict researcher at Columbia University. Let's say this incident happens in 2019 or 2020. I don't think anyone is going to blink an eye at this. As Microsoft points out, there's also nothing unexpected about Russian spies and Nobelium in particular targeting government agencies, USAID in particular, NGOs, think tanks, research groups, or military and IT service contractors. NGOs and D.C. think tanks have been high-value soft targets for decades, says one former Department of Homeland Security cybersecurity consultant. And it's an open secret in the incident response world that USAID and the State Department are a mess of unaccountable, subcontracted IT networks and infrastructure. In the past, some of those systems were compromised for years. Especially compared to the scope and sophistication of the solar winds breach, a widespread phishing campaign feels almost like a downshift. It's also important to remember that the impacts of solar winds remains ongoing even after months of publicity about the incident. It's likely that Nobelium still haunts at least some of the systems it compromised during that effort. I'm sure that they've still got accesses in some places from the solar winds campaign, FireEyes Holtquist says. The main thrust of the activity has been diminished, but they're very likely lingering on in several places which is just the reality of digital espionage. It doesn't stop and start based on public shaming. Nobelium's activity is certainly unwelcome, but it doesn't in itself pretend some great escalation. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.